This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Nathan Cook, who is a passionate leader who believes that what we are on the inside gets squeezed out when pressure is applied. He believes this is one of the core ways that we can measure the value of our own personal growth and development. Listen in and learn how this everyday leader is changing the world. Start your personal growth journey today. Learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com where you can register for classes to develop your own leadership strategies. Or gather with us each morning for our leadership devotionals. You can also invest in yourself with personal life coaching. You can still help us fill the Airstream Mobile Studio with shoes and backpacks. We're supporting Olivia Russo Hood's Save the Earth Project and our own Hoosier Foster Care Agencies. Go to everydayleaders.com for our schedule of local collection sites and dates. Welcome to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, my friend, thought leader, and thinking partner, Nathan Cook. Thanks for being on Everyday Leaders this morning. Hey, it is so amazing to be on. You know, when, uh, when my brother in woo, Dennis LaRue, said, this is, this is where I need to be, I, I didn't realize how true that statement was <laughs> until this morning. <laughs> Excuse me. We have been laughing. If, if anyone was in the studio before this recording was pushed. <laughs> we have had so much fun. <laughs> there are some people that come into your life because they are just supposed to for a season or a reason. But I think we were probably born in, under the same sign the same day. <laughs> we have so many of the same influences. <laughs> and one secret that we'll we talk about. We were born in the same airstream. I'm telling you. <laughs> what I learned about you that I didn't know is that you have a 500-foot Cat five cable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and, do. I have a, and it's not even for internet. That's the worst part about it. It's 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 not to keep my connection with the world alive. It's it's so that I can run a a a speaker from one end of my house to the other, which you know makes no sense whatsoever because I still have about four hundred four hundred feet of. <laughs> of extra uh, cat five cable. No, it makes total sense to people that are like thinking. Wow, I know what I could do with that. <laughs> because as we think about thinking <laughs> partners, right? People that really have the same mindset to give you the momentum that you need. And that's why I love having you on this show because you think about all the things that we're stopping ourselves from doing because we say, oh, I can't do that, or I don't have the right resources, or nobody would believe me, or 
you know, how can I get my spouse to to go along with this, right? But my... <laughs> how can I convince them that I really need this? <laughs> how can I convince them or, that... You know, even, you've been... You've been doing Facebook Lives for, what, like three years now? Yep, yep. And, and even that, like, that is, that is a huge testimony because, you know, I, I think I was probably on the same train that you were when, when I, you know, I started doing Facebook Lives and no one was doing them because everyone was afraid of this thing called live. Like, oh, I'm not going to look good. And I'm gonna, I, I better get a better camera. I better get a better microphone. Or, yeah, I was, I, was, I was doing Facebook Live videos which, you know, uh, on my, on my Mac, Macintosh uh, laptop and, oh my gosh, the quality, the, the I was awful. I was awful. Uh, but you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> That's what they say. Our mentor, you're another John Maxwell team member. So yay, JMT. Uh, but here the thing is, right? John teaches us, you don't have to be great to start but you've got to start to be great. And that is one of the biggest, you know, I have so many of his quotes that I love to just share with people to say, you can think about this every day and say, what are you challenged with to help you influence and impact your life? And that is one of the quotes. Here we are in the middle of this quarantine, uh, this COVID-19. So hopefully in a few months we can listen to this and go, man, that was a scary time, right? (laughs) But Doing, doing <laughs> it was all a this scary time to put all of us personalities alone. Around. Oh my gosh! And let me tell you, I've been in Facebook jail for the last week. So not only was I socially isolated, I've been virtually isolated, and it has made me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? How can you do that to somebody? <laughs> so, and then your husband's probably looking at you, going, "Honey, it, it didn't make you crazy. Yeah. It, it was there. All it was along. already there." <laughs> hey, it's what happens with us in these chaotic times that it gets aggravated or or accelerated, right? It's all those personalities that we say, mm-hmm. we had this naturally. And when you're going through a crisis, it expands. And that's what's so great is the, those of us on this disc personality that are high eyes that have to be in circles, right? Like I do. I want to know, I want to connect. And so it's really incredible when you have all this technology around us that people haven't experienced it and they've only been in social settings, you know, they've been showing up at all the networking events uh, in the city that you're, that they're living in, but now they've got to do it virtually. And Mm -hmm. so that's a big challenge for people that haven't been so tech savvy like we have (laughs) to kind of jump in. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are you telling some of your, it's been hard for all personalities. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. What's been your kind of go-to what's, what's been happening in your world with all this? A lot of craziness, you know, when the uh, toilet paper uh, craziness started happening, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was it was interesting to to look around and to see how many people were just frantic. You know, it's uh, I've I've talked to a lot of people. You know, when when you surround yourself with amazing people, which you, you and I have, you know, when when you go through our our Facebook connections, when you when you go through the things that we follow on. Uh, in, in different areas, you start to see the caliber of people um, that we follow and you go, oh, there's there's probably a reason why maybe we're not seeing all the negativity. I, I have a lot of I love, I have a lot of friends that um, are, are positive thinkers. And so my Facebook feed hasn't been, you know, the doom and gloom. Oh, my gosh, every, everything's, you know, falling right now. 
And it's been more of people who are saying, you know, hey, this is a great time right now to reflect and think on your business and, and push into new kinds of things and push into your relationships. And, and so it's been really cool to, to hear that and to see that from the people that I've surrounded myself with. On the other hand, I do have a couple of those friends that have that, that negative disposition. And just the other day, I was, I was talking to one of them. And they were telling me about their business and how everything's just kind of closed down and stopped and, and their spouse is out of work right now, too. So it, it, it is a scary time for a lot of people right now. And, and you're seeing this dichotomy of people that are being positive and people that are going, oh, my gosh, it's, it's doom and gloom. But it's interesting um, to be around those two different kinds of energy, because mm-hmm. as you know, you have the vampires in your life. Those energy sucks that just drain the living life out of you. you. You ask them how their day is going and then they, you know, tell, tell you of, you know, how their, their entire life is going to shambles. And by the end, you're like, you're, you're that person that's slowly tiptoeing towards the door, trying to get away. It's a lot harder when you're, you know, doing social media now because the camera's right there, you know, they, they kind of see you going off the camera. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but what I've been seeing uh, from a lot of people is, is just panic there's a lot of panic in the unknown right now. And what's funny is, you know, for you and for you and I, you know, people of faith, you know, that we're okay with the unknown. We've been, we've been living life by the unknown for quite some time. Um, But it's interesting. It's interesting right now. You know, our, our mentor, John Maxwell said, uh, even I think a couple of weeks ago, he's, he was talking about how what's on the inside is going to come out when pressure is applied. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you're a lemon <laughs> and you get squeezed, man, it's gonna get it's gonna get sour really fast, and you, and you got to choose what you're gonna do with what's coming out. And, and how true that is, I, I'm seeing that a lot right now. And, and I think right now a lot of the clients that I'm working with, that's when they come in with those negative pieces, those those negative thoughts. I'm asking them, okay, so there's the negative aspect aspect of what's going on with you know the economy and and, and work, but. What, what are the good things that are coming out of this? What, what, what are some benefits that you're receiving right now because you're at home? And, and, and it's amazing to see, see that shift. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see that shift in their life, uh, you know, which, which is why I call myself a thinking partner and a thought leader because I, I, I coach people to think better. Um, instead of, you know, we, we run across a lot of coaches that come in and, you know, they bring their, their coaching club with them and they go, this is what you need to do. And then they start beating the other person over the head and say, no, that's wrong. You you need to change. (laughs) And and we know how well that works because usually that coach gets fired not too long after that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've, I really have enjoyed, um, I've enjoyed these times to be perfectly honest, um. I've, I've been in social isolation for probably about six months because I have a daughter and I, and I, I watch, I watch our daughter, um, for the most part during the day. So, you know, as a high, I'm a high I and a high D. Um, so you put those things together. That's, that's bad news bears right there. Uh, because not only am I needing to talk to someone, but I'm needing to boss someone around. So my wife comes home and that doesn't, that doesn't work very well for all of you guys out there that, are, that you know what I'm talking about. You know, you, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't know if you know this, but if you have a child that's under one years old, they don't listen. <laughs> they, don't, they don't listen. And it doesn't matter how big you are or that you're, you know, a hundred times stronger than them. They're, they're just not going to listen. So it, this, this time hasn't been a huge shift for me. Uh, but it has been a huge opportunity to help me, help uh, other people shift. Um, 
And I, th- I think what really, because I know how much you love quotes. Uh, a good friend of mine, Gunnar, always says that uh, clarity is the antidote to anxiety. Mm-hmm. That clarity is the antidote to anxiety. And, and right now, if if you're feeling anxiety in your life, um, it's probably because there's an area of your life that you don't have clarity on. And for me, what I've, what I've discovered in my life is that, you know, my life can be falling apart. You know, my world can just be imploding or exploding either one. And at the end of the day, if I'm able to create clarity in the area of who I am and who I'm going to show up as man, that, that alleviates so much of the fog, so much of the anxiety that we carry around with us. So, you know, that, that would be something that I would say for anyone that's going through, um, difficulties, whether that's, whether that's a financial difficulty, um, whether that's uh, an actual mortality in your life, you know, um, I've, I've known people who've already passed away from COVID-19 and it's, it's a very serious thing. It's, it's not to be taken lightly, but if we take ourselves too seriously and we don't create the levity, you know, that, that ability to laugh. And, and if we can't be focused and, and clear on who it is that we want to be, we can get lost. We can get lost in ourselves really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And and I think about the people that are stressing out about, you know, living and surviving. And so when you say, you know, that, that double income household, that both of their companies have shut down. And, you know, maybe there's hope, financial hope from some of these stimulus packages, you know, that they're eventually going to get unemployment or they're eventually going to get you know, some kind of um, wages, you know, replaced. But what do they do today? And that's where I think for those of us that have lived in this social, not social media, but I just think virtual um, reality, (laughs) you know, uh, we have created this space with either clients or consulting. Uh, Many people that have set that up from their homes, you're used to making your own schedules. You're used to saying, well, if I, I have to be home, and I've got to be productive. What are the things that I can get accomplished today and not feel so overwhelmed like uh, that I don't have any control over everything else that's happening, right? Because we can't go to the grocery store, but maybe you know once a week we shouldn't because of the exposure risk. But we can't even go to the park now because they've closed those things down. So there's a lot of you know releases that we might have had going to a coffee shop or just not even socializing, but being in an environment watching other people. Uh, And so that's kind of been taken away from us today. So we've all got to Mm -hmm. figure out what are those strategies. Uh, Somebody used a term the other morning on my Bible study, and they said, I'm zoomed out. (laughs) And I thought, that's a new term. But you know, because you have to, when you get on Zoom now and on these virtual conference calls, People that have been connecting in a conference room, you know, you kind of write notes or you'll you'll half listen to someone if they're if you're in a meeting and you you know you might play on your phone or whatever. But when you're on these Zoom virtual trainings, you really have to pay attention. So it's it's like exhausting people now because they have to look at the screen and they have to, oh my gosh, I gotta get up and take a shower even though I'm home. And what does my backdrop look like? You know, are they seeing everything in my house? And and so I think it's stressing a lot of people out because they may not have the space in their house. They may have kids at home. They may have, you know, a lot of things happening. They may live with many family members. And so it's a lot easier for some people than it is for others to get through all this just to say, well, just work at home. <laughs> That's easy for you to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and what's what's really interesting to me is when when we look at this and, and we say, oh my gosh, like people are isolated in, in, and this is so bad and that's awful. You know, how are we how are we going to survive? And, and and there's a couple different ways that my mind my mind goes. You know, first of all, I've been I've been reading uh, uh, Man Search for Meaning, Victor Frankel, and 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 he talks about his experience in concentration camps. Um, during the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and you and you read about that kind of isolation. You re, you read about someone who's truly, truly going through suffering. Mm-hmm. But when you read something like that, you you can't help but look around you and go, "Oh my gosh, I am completely blessed. Like I, I have nothing to complain about." So so you have that piece right there. Mm-hmm. But what I find most interesting about the times that we're experiencing is, you know, anti-social media. Um, which has really caused uh, artificial relationships for us over, over the past, you know, decade. Mm-hmm. You know, by by having Facebook, by having if you still have a MySpace, you know, if you have a MySpace, come on, <laughs> get with the program. It's, it's no longer there anymore. <clears throat> but, but but what we've seen is that we are we're getting burnt out because we are we are like in hyperdrive of social media that we're coming back home or we're stuck at home, I guess I should say, you're, you know, we're stuck at home with, with these people that we've decided to live our lives with, or, you know, if you have children, you've been forced to live your life with them. Um, but we've been living with these, these people in our lives and we've never been intentional in developing those relationships. We've, we've masked our relationships with other people with, with social media. You know, we're, we're all standing behind this curtain and we're naked and we're, we're going, well, oh my gosh, like what, what, what are we going to do? We're all alone. And then the, na- and then the, you know, the, the cloth gets pulled down and, and now there we are with, with our loved ones, with our spouse, with, with our kids, with maybe, maybe you've called a couple of friends that you haven't talked to in a while, but now we're just sitting here and we're going, what, what, what do we do? Mm-hmm. What, what, what do we do? You know, what, what, how, how am I going to survive this? Because I, I don't feel like I'm connected. I don't feel like I'm, and and it's it's such a fascinating thing to me right now because because of this we're actually starting to learn again we're being forced to create relationships that we once used to have that once used to be strong because we're 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 so burnt out on social media we're so burnt out on on the zoom calls and those kinds of things we're we're having to actually sit with people and relearn this socializing skill that many of us have lost and i i think that's what's really What's really cool about that, mm-hmm. uh, about this situation, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, who's a comedian, I absolutely love. He's, a, he's an Italian comedian, and he does this small little bit about, you know, how it used to be when when your mom would create this, you know, bunt cake and put it on the table, and you weren't allowed to touch it, you weren't allowed to eat it because it was for company, just in case company stopped by. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and you know, I, I, I hear him saying that right now, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true. You know, we used to, we used to live in a world that people would walk down the street and just knock on your door, and and we'd answer the door and say, hey, how are you? Come on in. Do you want, do you want a piece of cake? Do you want some coffee? And we would sit down and we would commune with one another. We would we would talk with one another and build relationships. And you know, the the bipolar opposite of this is that now you know someone comes to the door and you know we close the blinds and we don't have the cake and we're huddled in the corner. We go, do you think they saw us? Oh my gosh, I hope they don't hear us. Be quiet. Stop talking. We don't want them to know we're home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, everyone knows that you're home right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and so I, I love this, though. It's such an opportunity for us to get back to the basics of what's important, relationships, connecting with people, and, and identifying you know, who, who it is that you are going to be in the lives of your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to show up during these times? Mm-hmm. And it's for our community. I think I hear so many stories. You know, one of our, our colleagues, one of our friends, Dennis LaRue, his wife is making masks. Uh, and has really mm-hmm. started a business from this. And she's giving a lot of these away. But think of the the situations, you know, now we really have time to find out what's happening in the world instead of just getting the, you know, the icing on the cake. You know, I only have time for this much media or, or news media. Uh, today we're being overwhelmed with it. Mm-hmm. And so it's where, where do you find it? But there are really a lot of things that we can do in the community that are needed services that have been shut down. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thinking creatively, you know, this is a great opportunity for us to all kind of strategize and get our journals out and say, wow, that was a need. That was a service that was happening. I wonder without it, what's the value, right? What can I bring back? And maybe mm-hmm. there's a service you can start. Um, so teachers, right, they're out of school now for the rest of the year. And they're trying to figure out how do they, how do they celebrate the seniors, right? All these seniors, we've all been there. It was the highlight, right? You've worked all these years through school, whether you're in college or any program. And you say, now it's time to celebrate me for all the hard work that I've done. And so I hear a lot of people just saying it's been taken away. This this whole celebration part has, has been just taken away from them and stripped of them. I'm like, it really hasn't. It's how you show up. And so- yeah. Maybe now you create a platform, right? Maybe there's an opportunity for someone out there to create a system that's going to celebrate these seniors in a special way and make them really have this empowering moment that maybe they were born during 9-11 and now they're being celebrated during the COVID-19. You know, there's something special and unique about when they were born in this time to experience these things to show up stronger in the world. I really love that, the, what you were just talking about with focus and, and how easy it is to focus on the things that we don't have. It, it really reminds me. So uh, I, I, I have an extensive background in martial arts, 20 years of, of martial arts. Um, and uh, so I have, I have a third degree, third degree black belt. I, I taught for, I don't know, I think probably 15 plus years. And, and one of the things that we would teach people when it came to self-defense is when someone grabs you, um, mo- what most people do is if someone runs up to you and they grab you by the arm and they start hauling you away, what most people do is they look at their arm and they go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. This is so bad. Help, help. And all they can do is they focus on the one thing that they don't have. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, but uh, at least for me, I've got, I've got four limbs. I've got four limbs. I've got, I've got two arms. I've got two legs. And I, and I also have a head. So that, that comes in pretty handy. You know, if, if, you, if, you, if you don't have arms or legs, you can use your head. So this works, too. Follow the analogy here. Come on, people. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> so if the person's even grabbing your invisible arm, you still have a head. But, but, here's, but here's the thing that's so fascinating is that because of this fight-or-flight mentality of, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I got to bunker down. I got I to gotta focus on the things that I – the only things that, um, that I have – but what happens is we start looking at all the things that we don't have. You know, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't, I can't do a Facebook live. I don't, I don't have the right camera. I don't, I don't have the right microphone. I don't have, I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't do anything. 
and we start to focus on the things that we don't have, just, just like in that scenario of someone, if someone were to grab your arm. But here's the thing is you've got, you've got three other limbs. You've got three other things that you can use to protect yourself. And, and so in, in the times that we're experiencing, it's so key for us to refocus on the things that you do have. But not only refocusing in, in the way of like hunkering down and, and protecting that what you have, but looking at what you have and how you can contribute to your community, exactly with what you're just saying. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people in our community that are needing help. You know, I've had this practice for a number of years, but way before I, I joined the John Maxwell team, probably about, I've been doing it for about 15, 20 years. When someone comes to mind for me, the first thing that I do is I pick up my phone and I'll text them. Mm-hmm. I'll text them and I'll just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or maybe a verse comes to mind, you know, a biblical verse or a quote, and, and I'll just send them the quote. I'll send them the verse. Or there, there's, there's moments where I have this sensing inside of me where it says, just call them. Just call them. Check in on them. And, and this intuitive piece in my life, I've, I've grown because nine times out of ten, the person on the other line, the person that's receiving my text, this quote, or any words of affirmation I'm sending them, they, they, they respond with how timingly mm-hmm. I needed to hear that. I needed this so badly right now, you know, while you're listening to this, you may have someone that comes to mind, go call that person. Not right now, you know, keep, listen to the end here, <laughs> but go, go call that, you know, write it, write it down. Don't forget. You know, if you're like me, you got to write it down. Otherwise, you know, you might, you might forget it. I have to write it in my phone because there's like a million pieces of paper around my house and then I can't find it. So don't, don't be like me. Don't be like me, you know, write, write it down and, and put it in a place where you're going to find it. But, but when those people come into your life, into your awareness, Call them, mm-hmm. text them. It, it doesn't matter if you haven't talked to them in 20 years. It doesn't matter if you haven't talked to them in 30 years or 40 years, or it doesn't even matter if you talked to them yesterday. Because right now, there's an intuitive piece inside of you that's saying this person needs a voice in their life, or this person needs someone to hear them, to understand them, and to, and to be felt mm-hmm. like they're understood. That is so powerful right now. And, and the only way you can do that is if we stop focusing on, on ourselves and we start focusing on what it is that we can give to other people. If you don't have anything, you have a voice and you have two ears. Most of us have two ears. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have two ears, then go call someone and listen to them. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 it's surprising to me how many things that, that we focus on and we say, oh, well, we don't have this, so I, I can't move forward with this. I can't help anyone. Hey, if you have a sewing kit, if you, if you have any ability to sew, go sew some masks. Mm-hmm. Like, like our good friend, Jamie LaRue. Yep. Go sew some masks, masks and make a difference. Go bake some bread. If you're a good baker, which I am not, because I don't follow the recipe. I like to go off recipe, if you know what I mean, right? <laughs> so you always, you always get that hard bread at the end that tastes like rock. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to make bread for people and, and hand out bread to the homeless. However, if you, if you have the ability to make something or do something or serve people, then go do that. Yep. If it's the right thing to do, then go and do that thing. Yep. And it doesn't, you know, that's the thing that it's free, right? It, don't expect to mm. be paid 
for it. You know, if you're out of work and you're thinking, mm-hmm. well, but I have to be paid, right? I need I need to pay my bills. Well, if you took those five spheres of influence, right, our family, our fitness, our career, our health, our finances, um, uh, I said health twice, but anyway, <laughs> those five things, right, those, <laughs> those influences. Well, because health is doubly important for everyone. It is. But, you know, you think about, well, okay, so my finances have been affected because I don't have a job. And I don't know when I'm going to get paid or our company shut down. And, I, and, and so all these things that we're waiting for, don't let that one thing influence all of the other strengths that you have. Don't get so pigeonholed in a, in a society where we're like, well, because I got, because this happened to me, right, I'm not able to then move forward and you get paralyzed in the moment. Because it, being connected, like what we know, if you keep with the people in your circle, it may not look the same. And that's what's really important. If you've worked in a career and your company has shut down, uh, it, and you know, you think about those skills that you had and start reaching out to figure out what other people that influence you are doing through this, uh, through this whole quarantine period. Because there are a lot of ways that you can join together and form new communities and form new relationships. And mm. and that's where the new ideas start from. And so, you know, if, if someone has a catering service, you know, they may have been shut down um, as far as their restaurant, but now people are saying, hey, we can feed the kids in the local community because we have access to kitchens, right? And so we'll figure out a process for it. And and so I want to encourage people right now. It's, it's the time that we have to show up and we have to be different, and we have to think about the balance again. And so if one thing has come at you, if you're, you're now, the kids are at home, and your spouse is at home, and you're all quarantined, and it is really saying, I don't have, feel like I have any control over my life. Well, increase your fitness. Mm. Go take a walk together, right? Do something that mm. one hour, make it very intentional that you can get that balance back because um, it, it looks different for all of us, right? It's not like, oh, I'm sorry you're going through that and have the empathy in conversation but really not feel it. Today, we all feel it. Mm-hmm. It's present. Yeah. Well, and and there's so many ways that we can, there's so many things that we can do. I, I, you know, for, for, for us in the speaking world and, and the coaching world, one of the things that we, we hammer in over and over and over is, you know, specialty, specialty, get good at, get good at your practice, get good at speaking. You know, if, if you've been working at your speaking right now is a prime time for you to get out there and start talking because there's, there's a lot of people that are on the internet. There's a lot of people surfing the, surfing the internet and listening to content. And, and, and that is, that's a really cool opportunity. However, if maybe maybe you've wanted to speak in front of people and you've never had the courage to, now's a great time. You have a lot of time on your hands to start getting better at that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want to become a better guitarist. So you could maybe play some small little concerts at a coffee shop or, or something like that. There, there's so many things that we can do right now, and, and you don't have to start at the peak. Everyone Everyone is at the same level. You know, just the other day, I was... I was thinking about how many fitness exercise videos I keep seeing and, you know, they have weights and those kind of things. And, and, you know, luckily for me, I I have weights because I, I need, I need quite a bit of weight, um, in order to get me in shape, unfortunately. (laughs) So for me, one of the things, uh, that I decided to do the other day, just for fun, I wasn't really being that serious, but in, in a way I was, I said, 
grab something in your household and, and start and start lifting it. Just start lifting random things. You know, I went to the bathroom and I got, we have this huge thing of Epsom salt. And what's cool is anywhere in your house, whatever you pick up, it tells you what the weight is, right? On the package, it says, this is how much it is. So, you know, if you've used it, then you got to subtract a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at the package and Epsom salt, 12 pounds. I'm going, oh, you know, start start off light. Get, get some 12 pound Epsom salt and start doing some Epsom curls. And then after you get that, then, you know, if you have a small child, like my child, I was like 16 pounds. Okay, like and I'm gonna start curling the small child. So I did rye curls, which is great. My daughter's my daughter's name is Ryland. For those of you that are like, what in the world is a rye curl? And then and then I you know I transitioned and then I did dog curls. You you see where this is going, right? Mm-hmm. I picked up the dog and I started doing curls with the dog. And so we started with maple curls and then we did koa curls. And, and, and it's funny because there are so many things around us that we could be creative and lifting and being fit and, and exercising, but we can easily get into that, that mindset of, well, I don't have the right equipment. Mm-hmm. It only looks like this, right? right? It, if, it has to look like this for it to it be only, right, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just start today, start working today and 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 if it's a fitness piece, maybe you maybe you want to you know work on your guns a little bit. Go go get a, a, a gallon jug of milk. Go get that frozen turkey that's been sitting in your freezer for the last you know twelve months because you forgot to put it. <laughs> you, you you forgot that you bought it for Thanksgiving, right? You know, go curl that a couple times and do it fast though because it's going to be cool. <laughs> or but, those paint cans, right? People truly, are painting their house. They're doing construction stuff now. It's like. Get an extra thing of paint and keep it just so that you can exercise with it, right? There are creative ways out, yeah. out, uh, you know, your creativity. It's like, just just think. Um, it doesn't have to be that hard because I think, you know, many people, they say, I don't want to get complacent and I'm a list maker and I'm just feeling overwhelmed because now I've got so many things I could do on my list. And and so one, uh, one of our other coaches that I, I work with, you know, she gave us a task the other day and I love this. It was... Take 20 minutes, just take 20 minutes and go complete one task in your house, just one, and focus mm. on that one thing mm. for 20 minutes and, and set the clock and be really intentional about it and take a picture before and then take a picture after. And so for, mm. for a lot of people that were challenged with this, I mean, we got a lot of stuff done, <laughs> you know, because you think, oh, I'll get to that, or I'll do a little bit of this, or I'll put laundry in, or I'll go clean out this cabinet. And so now you've got 50 projects happening. But even if it's your closet, you know, even if, if it's your shoes, or, you know, you want to reorganize uh, a drawer, like, just set your clock to 20 minutes, go do that task, take a picture before, take a picture after, what that sense of accomplishment does for you, right, to start one strategy to say, Okay, I got it. I've got a handle on it. Now I can do the next thing. Maybe make that one for 40 minutes. But uh, I, I think the group came back and said, wow, <laughs> you know, I can, I can do this again. <laughs> and, and that's creating that repetition, you know, to make you successful. And, uh, and that's what we've kind of lost now because if we're, if we're supposed to be going into a company, like many people were in the world, showing up in a cubicle – and they, you know, your 8.30 meeting, your 9 o'clock meeting, your 10 o'clock call, that's all structured for you. So so we've got to figure out what's going to work mm-hmm. for us now. And um, and so, but we can do yeah. it. Yeah. 
We definitely can. And, and there's one more piece to that, that, that what we've been talking about, you know, you know, it's starting, it's doing it. It's, it's just, it's just picking one little thing and, and, and accomplishing one thing and, and, and the ball, get the ball rolling. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's one other piece too, is, is that, you know, when I was talking about in the, with those people who are in your life and, you know, they come to your mind and you, and you think, Oh man, I should text them. I want to call them. And, and you think, yeah, well, there's, they probably have other people that you know that have called them. Either having either having Zoom calls with other people, or FaceTime calls, or or Facebook calls with them. You know, they they, they probably don't need another person to call them. And 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 when you when you have that voice that comes in your when when it comes in your head, you look at that voice, and you say, nay, 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 no, 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 no. That's that's that is that's not what we're going to do. We we are going to call. We're going to text. And here's the reason. Even if you want to get online and you want to do a Facebook Live and you feel like you don't have anyone that's going to listen to you, there could be one person that listens to a snippet of your live that will actually change their life. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. It, it's, all, it's all it takes is, is for someone like you or me, like you that's listening to this right now, all it takes is one voice to start to shift the life of someone. It, I'm, I'm reminded of a story of a, of a gentleman who was fired from work one day and he was walking back home. And as he walked home, he was walking across this bridge and, and he went to the side of the bridge. And as he looked down, he saw the, the water flowing away from him. And when he looked in the water, he, he saw the leaves these leaves that were going under the bridge and, and he saw them floating away. And he said, you know, this is like, this is like my life. This is, this is crazy. And so he, he, he walks home and as he gets home, he sees a note on the door that his wife has left him. He's, she's taken the children and, and he walks into the house and everything's gone. And he's just absolutely dismayed. He can't, he can't believe, he cannot believe that everything is, is happening so quickly. And so he decides that he's going to go back to the bridge. He's going to go back to the bridge and he's going to finish it. So he walks back to the bridge and he goes back to that same place that he was looking and he looks down and he sees all the leaves continuing to flow away from him. This is my life. I can't, I can't believe this is happening to me. And so he gets up on the railing of the bridge and he hears this faint little voice in the background of a, of an old woman who says, what are you doing over there, son? And he turns around and sees the old woman and, she convinces him to come down and talk with her for a moment. And she says, what are you, what are you doing? And he explains everything that's been going on. And he says, you know, my life is, is like this river and, and everything is flowing away from me. There's, there's nothing for me left in the world. And she grabs his hand, takes him over to the other side of the bridge and, and points up river. And she says, what do you see? He says, he said, I, I see the leaves. There's a difference in perspective, though. Right now, someone in your life is looking on top of the bridge and going, everything in my life is floating away from me. There is nothing worthwhile in my life. Everything is gone. My family, my family maybe deserted me. Maybe I've lost my job. Maybe I'm about to lose my home. Maybe my power is about to be turned off. Whatever, whatever is going on in their life right now, they need you as a single voice to give them a perspective 
shift, to shift their perspective, to say, I hear what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but come with me and let me show you the other side. And, and that is something that is so important for all of us to hear right now, all of us that are going through this pandemic. You know, that we, we, we are going to continue to know people who pass away from this that are taken because of COVID-19. We are, we are going to know people whose businesses crumble to the ground. We're going to know families that are going to split up. We're going to, we're going to see people's faith tried. We're going to see so many things right now. And it is our opportunity, catch what I'm saying, it's our opportunity to speak life into people and to show them a different perspective in life, to show them that we care, to show them that there's someone there, to to show them that there is another way to think. Because ultimately, how we think is what's most important. There is always, always, our mentor says this, there is always an answer. Sometimes you just have to look a little bit harder. Yep. So I want to encourage all of you listening right now. You know, who, who is that person that's in your life that comes to mind that you think, well, you know, I don't really need to call them. I haven't, I haven't talked to them in years anyway. Like, what, what good is my call really going to do? It's going to mean the world. It's going to mean the world to that person. That person could be standing on the bridge and they need you. They need you to give them a shift in perspective. Man, it's all about hope, Nathan. It's all about hope. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love you. This has been just one of the highlights of my week and I, you know, after being put in Facebook jail, I thought I'm I can't be isolated from people. <laughs> and here you come. This has been just such a great, you know, reconnecting to people that really get it and that know what our purpose is. And and so I just I love your heart. I'm so happy that we were able to do this and and I want just to celebrate you uh, in your journey because I know what you're doing is so important. And people really do need us to show up. And uh, so how how can my listeners today, after you've taken us through your journey, what can we do? How can we connect to you um, after they've listened to this podcast? Yeah, there's a couple of ways that you guys can connect with me, and I would love to connect with you. Um, whether whether you want to connect with me from afar and just watch me like a stalker, it's okay. I've got I've got those people that like to just watch what I'm doing. Um, even even my neighbors do that sometimes. Actually, it's kind of the other way around. I don't know if you guys have experienced this. Small side note for you: this is this is this is bonus content for you if you're if you're still listening. Bonus content. Yeah, well, when we first moved into our place, we 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 live in townhouses. We live in a townhouse, and and so our our our, the back of our house um, peers into the back of someone else's house. And one, one day I saw our neighbors um, across the way and I was waving and I was like, Hey, great to see you guys. Like I, I, I noticed that you guys like to cook a lot. And um, they, you know, kind of awkwardly laughed and we talked for a moment. And then the day after that, and since that day, their blinds have been pulled. <laughs> 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 so, so I'm OK 
okay if you're, at, you know, our windows are wide open. Like, <laughs> hey, watch, watch our mess of a life, and you know, we're going to encourage you from afar. So if you if you want uh, encouragement from afar, you can follow me on Facebook. You can you can look me up, uh, Nathan Cook. Nathan Cook Coaching is is my business that I use. Um, you can go out on my website, Nathan Cooking. Nathan Cooking, not that one. I don't know what Nathan Cooking is, but uh, NathanCookCoaching.com. Uh, you can you can see some of my content there. Uh, I do go live on on Facebook quite a bit. I, I put content content out on my website. And hey, if you wanna if you wanna get a little bit of help on on refocusing and shifting shifting the way that you think, you can also reach out to me via email. We can set up a time to to have a, a vocal chat or a video chat if if you're brave enough to you know see this this wonderful face that's in, well, it's not in front of you right now, but it could be in front of you. And if you want to email me, all you have to do is send me an email at info at nathancook.net.net. Not .com. That's a different Nathan Cook. So Nathan, info at nathancook.net. And, and that's a great way to stay connected to me also. So. That is perfect. That is so wonderful. I, I'm sure, you know, I can't wait to, to get this out and promoted. And uh, like I said, to you, two great minds this morning to be able to think into helping people with these strategies uh, to get through really crisis that we're dealing with. And, and I think, you know, it's all about perspective, uh, like you just shared with us. It's, it's not just what the crisis right now. You know, we're always going to face crisis in our daily life. It's all these things that we do to develop, um, you know, better outcomes. And so if you can use some of these tools, take one strategy that we've shared with you today and apply this to your life. That's what we look at and focus on in being everyday leaders. And so I challenge all of you, listen in, rewind this, go back, get your journals out and really think into with Nathan how you can become better and, and a better resource for your life and become that everyday leader. Nathan, thank you for being a guest. I really appreciate you. I love you. Have a great 2020. You too. Thanks, everyone. This has been a Joe Studios production.